I read that as Left 4 Dead Patch Adams Lobby Browser. <laughs> <laughs> he entertained like you while you're browsing. Up, yeah. <laughs> no! <laughs> games, video games, video games, video games, video games. It's July 22nd, 2009. And this is Idle Thumbs 35. It is 35. Good. And Sweet. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. Hello. So, uh, <laughs> there's these sort of like, we, like oh, you know, these, <laughs> these various uh, junctions that we reach during the beginning of the episode. Yes. Always like, yeah. It's the 35th episode, yeah. and I'm Jake Rodkin. Hello. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Other podcasts have like, Slamming music and right. they're like, "Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the podcast." Yeah. <laughs> We're just like, like, like right. video yeah. games. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, video games. Uh, video games are a great way to have a good time. There's, <laughs> there's this. Uh, they fun and educational. There is this great. Uh, rogue, and, uh, uh, <laughs> someone made a GDC roguelike game, I think, in Flash or something. Mm. Uh, it's like a. Um, it's sort of in between a text adventure and a roguelike. I guess it's basically a roguelike. And you, you go around and you are a, def- a developer and the game right only chooses what kind of developer you are. And you go to sessions and like avoid fanboys and stuff. And <laughs> one of, and one of the little audio quotes that happens when a fanboy, when catches you is video games are a great way to have a good time. <laughs> it's really good. That's awesome. I'll see if I can find that clip and stick it in here. Um, Video games are a great way to have fun. Yeah, I don't know why I thought of that just now. Because we said video games. Yeah. We never do that, so it makes sense that I would... Yeah. When we <laughs> finally do, right. I would think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, just as a warning, we're recording this several days early, so if any, if, if the games industry explodes or something... Yeah, if, like if Duke Nukem Forever gets canceled between now and when this episode right, comes Right, exactly, out. yeah. Yeah. If 3D Realms goes out of business or something, yeah. yeah. That happened that one time. We didn't record for a week and then like a million things happened, <laughs> right. including yeah. that. Yeah. Which is yeah. like, oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. That might happen again. Um, yep. Nick and I are both going to be out and then we'll be back again. But I guess it doesn't matter because you guys will hear us on the normal day right now as you're listening. <laughs> In the it's the future. That's weird. Yeah. It's the future of interactive entertainment. Yep. As covered today on Idle Thumbs. So... Let's, so. let's start with what came out yesterday, Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> well, no, it's not out for another week. Oh, okay, never mind. Oh. Yeah. A week from yesterday. Right. Oh. <laughs> but here at Idle Thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the future is now. Yeah. So we got Wii Sports Resort in. We played it. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of games in it. There are a lot of games in it. There is Several rows of games. There are many games. Yep. Some rows include a secret internal row. So we played a bunch of them. <laughs> And you guys are many smiling men. Nick liked that. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we played some games, you know. Any thoughts? Wii Sports Resort versus Wii Sports? (laughs) Oh, head to head. Like, which ones were good? Maybe we could talk about how it starts first. Oh, yeah. Which is actually, actually, well, Well, first first hilarious and then (laughs) kind of awesome. It starts, yeah. The first thing is please, uh, before we begin, (laughs) please watch this video. Video is three minutes long or something like that. Like, what? And uh, yeah, they included an FMV sequence, like literally, uh, 
video of that sort of the Wii hand model uh, telling you how to uh, plug in, unplug, and accidentally disconnect and uh, wiggle uh, your cords and insert and, yeah. them into holes. Yeah, the, yeah. the Wii Motion Plus accessory, which is yes. uh, the thing which comes with uh, whatever this is, Wii Sports Resort. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's an amazing video where you, you it's, know, it's got yeah. the first, the first, the first segments like how to plug this in and attach the, you know, Wii remote wrapper thing yeah. onto it. It's like okay, that's good, and then it fades out, and then Ba-na-na-na. how did this connect it? <laughs> yeah. Like what, what is this? You wait yeah. another forty five yeah. seconds or so, and that's over. Ba-na-na-na-na. If you want to attach the nunchuck, like yeah. what? Okay. it goes, if you yeah. have to disconnect the nunchuck. Right. What I don't understand is why they they spend so long telling you how to disconnect the Wii Motion Plus. Like <laughs> why 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 do you need to keep taking it off and on? They even tell you how to put the Wii remote back into the little gelatinous encasement, right. like. After yes. disconnecting, how to the, slide the, it in there? Yeah, the Wii Motion Plus. <laughs> yeah. like, well, also, just leave it on there. Who cares? What? Do you, like, I don't. It understand. also did look kind of gross and a yes. little adult sometimes. <laughs> yes. Well, it, yeah, it, it reminded me of something been a sex ed video. Well, right, yeah, yeah that or like, or like something you'd see in like videos. training school yeah. or like nurse training school, like you know, like <laughs> right. put on yeah. the glove, yeah. oh, <laughs> insert yeah, your yeah. hand like this, right. Uh, the like <laughs> very antiseptic <laughs> environment, you know, just yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah. creepy. Yeah, it's like, like a doctor's like office, bleached white background, yeah. and then weird. Yeah, sort of the hand going in, in through yeah, the, yeah. the the sort of the Claws. wrist strap loop, and then the fingers sort of expanding out once it was through. Was like, <laughs> yeah. This uh, might be a horrible <laughs> metaphor. Yeah, something <laughs> gross is happening. So you have to watch that yeah. uh, when you start playing this game. We're and kicking can, off this podcast with back here. But it was. You'll see in a yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you probably won't. Well, you might. You, you might. probably will. I mean, you have to watch it, right? Oh, but you don't, have, you to, you don't have to. You, you don't have to buy, this buy a Wii Sports. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no, you but can't skip they? it. But you can, you can play it again at any time also. That's, that's true. Right. Yeah. yeah, much yeah. to our relief. But mm-hmm. uh, right after the safety video, it actually got kind of cool. Yep. Because it starts off with the opening of Half-Life Opposing Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where it shows... It just kicks right into this. Yeah, yeah. It literally, like, before the menus or anything, it just fades up to a me in uh, an airplane. And then the guy's like, oh, I'm ready to jump, go, go, go. And then you just get yeah. thrown out. And then like there's ha- just... the beginning of half of all video games. Yeah, I basically think. every, every <laughs> yes. war video game starts with that. But Wii Sports also starts with that now. And then you suddenly, uh, without any instructions or anything, have to do a... Yeah, have to do a consequence-free skydiving like, segment. The soundtrack to Medal of Honor, like yeah. yes. in the background, yeah. which is yeah. funny because the real game doesn't have that music at, at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. The re- you know the game is like boot do 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 and <laughs> right, you know. But yeah, this is dun, 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 dun. oh shit. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to sort of join hands or disconnect hands from people as you skydive, and then, then you fall into the beaches of Normandy and you storm. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> crazy. <laughs> no one saw this coming. Yeah. <laughs> Major coup for Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo is totally, <laughs> yeah. totally right when they said they're really targeting the hardcore. I mean, they're <laughs> not giving up on us yet. Actually, perhaps a sort of cute parachute deploys that says Wii Sports Resort, and yeah. then the game starts. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty unexpected. It was, and yeah, awesome. we were we were all pleased that the beginning yeah. of the game was surprising, and then that Con- it- I mean, especially because because considering Nintendo's, I mean, as evidenced by the three minute ridiculous, this is how to take something in and out of the case video. Right. Like Nintendo these days, almost all of their games start with you know, five to ten minutes of menus and yeah. tutorials and this is how you press a button and this is how you do this and this is how you do that. Yeah. And they just to- took that out of the beginning of the game and put it in each minigame. <laughs> <Right. laughs> mini right, they yeah. split it up and in yeah. yeah. Well they used their allocation of that to tell right. you how to put a case on a thing. Yes. Like and then they ran out of <laughs> allocated time. So we gave them three <laughs> uninterrupted minutes. At this point hopefully they can figure out how to fall out of <laughs> <Yeah>. an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then there's a bunch of Wii Sports games, including... Yeah. Some of them are definitely much better than others. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not surprising. That, that skydiving game, for instance, is really fun uh, when it's the menu, or when it's the precursor to the menu, but mm. playing it through... If it gets harder, it might be all right, but we only we ran through it like yeah. three or four times. That's the problem with Wii Sports. Everything starts incredibly easy, uh, and you just sort of get bored of it before it gets hard. Right, right. Unless you're, yeah. unless you're really dedicated right, to that. Like, before you like grind tennis. The, the skill graph yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and it, I remember playing the original Tennis, and that game was really, really boring, and then eh, I played enough of it to the point where it got hard, and it was kind of fun at that point. But, that is know, actually... That's... Uh, the table tennis in Wii Sports Resort could oh, could yeah. become that because that actually yeah, yeah. The that, actual, was the, that was actually yeah. pretty that was pretty challenging was right pretty off the bat fun, actually yeah. that was yeah. not bad the, it's the one it's one of the few more that, challenging for Jake maybe than for, than for <laughs> us yeah, for, who's to say how many points I scored <laughs> 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 or if I won it all um, but it's it was nice it it sort of did what I had expected the Wii Remote to do at right. the beginning where it's like right. you're playing table right, tennis yeah. and you can actually with your your brain watching the TV can put spin on a ball in a way yeah. that you would expect or like lunge for something or slam and it's not like well you're doing a sort of approximation of a slam by which we mean you happen to swing yeah. when it was really close to you instead of when it was far away which is right. how Wii Sports Tennis worked this one actually yeah. has a game yep yeah that was good it was a solid uh, table tennis solid table tennis yeah. some of them yeah some of them are really impacted though by by the low Skill level start like the um the sword fighting one yeah. is hilarious yeah. because it's like well uh, you start off and you've got this relatively effective kind of one to one control going on with your your hand and the guy's sword on the screen but then all you really have to do is just like <laughs> wildly shake the remote yeah. and your guy just lunges at the enemy and just hacks at him no and no then eventually and then push him off the edge yeah. and he plummets oh, like, like hundred yards yeah. yeah down yeah. to the ocean below it's just kind of brutal but. <laughs> But yeah, um, I mean, every every I won every point on that, and it was literally just by holding the Wii Remote out in front of me and shaking yeah, he, it maniacally and this, watching the guy go like a fucking uh, maniac. I guess Wii Sports also showed the replays, but I kn- I've been noticing them more in Wii Sports Resort, probably because they like sometimes goofier. are more hilarious, yeah. because it is things like <laughs> yeah. a ping pong ball hitting a guy in the face. Right. Yeah. It, the, the sort of weird emergent things you get out of the replays are better. But in the sword fighting one, like especially when you, Chris, were playing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you would just see the guy sort of like swinging the sword over his head like an old lady hitting yeah, the guy right. with a purse. With the, like, yeah, but exactly. then like as the guy's umbrella. falling off the cliff, you still see you, Chris's guy just going, ah, yeah. like swinging the sword, but just sort of... In slow motion. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a weird thing. It's, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, also... But it also, I mean, it also loses its charm after about two rounds right it was funny well i guess i can beat this by doing nothing yeah i I don't know i think some of those you know that one in particular i think might be better with two players but it it still is fairly basic is it two player head-to-head the thing only came with one motion plus we couldn't yeah it it, couldn't give it a shot it gave the impression i think it showed two remotes over on the side which implied that it would let you do split screen like boxing i think so yeah i think like boxing oh split screen i see okay that makes sense yeah like punch out so i think that might like we sports but it is it is a lot like punch out at the end of the day it is if you hit a guy he sort of flails for a second you right and then if you and, get hit same thing yeah. but you so can block it's a very simple mechanic but you, the, uh, you can also just hit hit him in an unprotected area right yeah 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 i mean i i wish that it would allow you to because the the um the archery one allows you to start off on what they call expert mode uh and i wish you could just do that for all of them oh i know yeah all the games i, I mean yeah um the archery one seemed pretty good it, the i had some tr- trouble with the controls a little bit but it's you were playing it backwards i was playing it backwards yeah <laughs> um but that's because i'm right-handed and it just i don't know i was holding the the wii remote in the right hand and i guess you're supposed to hold it in yeah the you're left. supposed to hold the wii remote in your left yeah. hand like the bow and then you're supposed to pull yeah, it yeah. With your right 
Yeah. And then you're supposed to pivot between, but the, the motion controls are, are on the Wii Remote, which is in your left hand, which is which is weird because I feel like for finage, I don't, I don't know. I last time I shot a bow and arrow was in Boy Scouts, but I, I, my instinct is to use the hand holding in the back to do fine turning. Right. Right. With yes. A, with, a, with a sort of archery analogy, you don't like. Yeah. You, it's, it's the opposite of that. You're yeah. not like in Lord of the Rings, like swinging the bow around <laughs> eighty right. degrees to shoot the orc that's like right. flanking you. Yeah. Right. Uh, but someone who actually knows how to shoot a bow is probably going to write in and be like, "Well, obviously, this is a perfect simulation." <laughs> <laughs> no, it seemed backwards to me. Yeah, but, it seems slightly off, yeah. but. Uh, it was ignoring the the fact that it doesn't entirely feel like archery. It was, yeah. it, was it had enough, was it had of, enough sort of weird movements yeah. going on and precision that it was. I mean, that was one thing. of the ones that was more explicitly sort of skill driven. Yeah, in that you you couldn't really ever get you you could never win that by just sort of flailing around. I mean, right, it's pretty right, hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What else yeah. did we play? Oh, Jake did a hilarious Cycling. bike mode. Yeah, that yes. was hysterical. Yeah, it's that seemed very. It's basically unfun. it's it's like the the pedaling around in GTA San Andreas, except that instead of hitting the two face buttons back and forth to pedal, you have to waggle the Wii remote and the nunchuck in each hand, and then you have to lean both of them around to steer. Uh, it was boring and tiring. The one upside though is that you can actually ride your guy off a three hundred foot <laughs> cliff, and then he falls into the ocean. This is a recurring theme. Yes, <laughs> yeah. In this game, it's weird. That I, the original Wii Sports feature guys and, plunging yeah. into the Ar- sea. Original Wii Sports did not have times when your Mies would just plummet to their death <laughs> like a Disney villain. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's all over the fucking place in this game. It's weird, yeah. but it's good. Yeah, yeah. You can watch a guy on a bicycle plummet off a cliff, and then it just right. goes, just plays yeah, the like Mario, Kart Mario Kart fall Kart music noise, yeah. or stinger. What was the? Uh, and then you guys did some kind of uh, motor like water motorsport thing. Oh right? yeah, it was the, basically wave race at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. wave was that race. Fun? Was that the same control? Basically, it was pretty boring. Uh, I mean, yeah, wave race. You hold your you, hands together. Uh, yeah, you like, hold, you're, like you have your hands on the handlebars. Yeah, you put the two controllers against each other, um, like it's like it to form a giant handlebars, then steer with that. Uh, mm-hmm. You can sort of tilt your right wrist back as if you're doing a handlebar throttle for a boost. Yeah, yeah, an ultra boost. It's too bad that that mode and the uh, and the bike one aren't more like Excite Bike or something. Yeah, where you're yeah. Doing, you know what I mean. You're well, actually I mean, doing more active. Some... I got the impression that maybe there were going to be tracks that had more jumps and I stuff, but the, so, the yeah. core controls were were frustrating for me on the bicycling ones. Yeah. I didn't want to do it. Um, I also did a wake. There's a wakeboarding thing as well, where you're towed from the back of a speedboat, which is kind of it's kind of a California Games type thing, where you just sort of flip off of a uh, off of the wake and then sort of just wobble your hands around for a while. There's probably you could probably do a good job. Someone yeah. might be good at it, but then you have to stick the landing, and then it goes all right or something, and you get some points. <laughs> so yeah. you got the zombie from Resident Evil Five in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sample also plays when you drive your bicycle guy off a cliff. <laughs> the the motor- motorcycling zombie guy. Yeah! <laughs> uh, what else was there? Oh, there was bowling, which was basically just bowling from Wii Sports. Yeah, we, yeah. we kept trying Couldn't to lie really to ourselves. The there was like, oh, there's one more spin on it, maybe. No, yeah, there isn't. Yeah, I don't think it's the same, game, it's the same one. Yeah. yeah, There were a couple other repeats. And then there were a few modes that we didn't actually get to, but I can't remember what they were. Uh, there were a couple other skydiving things. There was a dog fighting. There was thing. a dog fighting game, but that which required is two player only. Yeah, it requires two motion plus sensors, and they only ship right. one with the game. Yeah. Sweet. Chris is looking at the manual. There was also frisbee dog. That oh, was actually right. fun. Yes. I think I might have liked that one more than See, most. See that one? Yeah, I like that one. Um, the tennis, you know, where there were actually kind of interesting. Uh, There's uses a goal, of and like you know, you're trying to achieve something, and you feel like you can improve at it. Yeah, well, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, frisbee dog, and it's also way. something where you know, a frisbee you hold with your one hand, a tennis right. racket you hold with your one hand. It's not like. 
oh, I'm, you know, flying around uh, in yeah, the air, yeah, yeah, like yeah. skydiving, and I have a Wii remote, and it's controlling all right. of my motion. Frisbee, frisbee true, dog yeah. is one that I completely blew at. I can throw a Frisbee, but I can't throw a yeah, Frisbee Jake dog. Yeah, Jake sucked my yeah. balls at Frisbee what dog. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he flew it, what, like, completely backwards at some point? I don't no, know yeah, how. It, look, it looks like, I mean, it did make me feel like when it I throw a Frisbee, you like a rocket. or... You know, I mean, you you throw a frisbee and there's a dog out on the beach that catches it. It's frisbee dog. He is frisbee dog. They um, <laughs> also licensed frisbee. Yeah, it's like, right. frisbee yeah, registered like frisbee. a trademark yeah. of whammo or whatever. Right, um, as opposed to disc throw or something. Yes. Yeah. Right. Disc mode. But yeah, but I, yeah, I couldn't throw a frisbee in this game, but everyone else could. So yeah. it made me look really cool. But yeah, Nick, I, I agree <laughs> with you. I think the game is at its best when you basically have one Wii, Wii remote yeah. and you're doing something that actually requires yeah. one hand. Like the so cycling to, the bowling, to me the was the most extreme yeah. in poorness in that respect. It's like you're using two hands to do something that you do with two feet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it really is not. I mean... Obviously, lots of games have a disconnect between the control and the and what your character in the game is doing. That's all video games, pretty right, much. But, that's but kind of not the, the whole point, point of Wii Sports, right, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. is to try to make you feel like you're yeah. doing a essentially a simplified, stripped down version of this thing. It adds a lot to have it just be what it is. Yep. Also, the the skydiving thing seemed like seemed to be one of the better ones in a lot of ways, except that. It doesn't seem to change very yeah, we don't, much. We, no, we, it's you, you. We didn't. I think there might have been other tiers of it that we hadn't unlocked. I hope so because it was just like grab hands with people, and then the 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 creepy molester, the gravity bone cameraman, <laughs> yeah, drops right. down on. Yeah, the you, you you hold hands with people, and then a when skydiving, then a timer goes three, two, one, and then a flash goes off, and then when the flash goes away, you see that. Uh, a me dressed in all black with a camera has appeared on screen, and then before you can get near them, they just go whoosh and just fly back up into the sky. It's so, very disturbing. Yeah, there's this yeah. weird stalker uh, sort of... Living in your Wii. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the ones we didn't do, we didn't do golf. Which uh, might be golf. Yeah, we didn't do basketball. Um, hmm. Canoeing, we didn't do that, did we? No. no. Air sports, we didn't do that. That's skydiving, and then skydiving, dogfighting, and a third thing. Oh, right. That yeah, was the yeah, column yeah. that contained yeah, the secret right, column. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so we did most of them, actually. Yeah. 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 Basketball might be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> at least I, it's just, at least it's just, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it might, it might end up being, oh, man, Jake, Are you, Jake was motioning dribbling. That would be yeah, awful. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. <laughs> you have to steer with the nunchuck while dribbling the ball <laughs> with your right hand. I don't know. I mean, I have no idea if that's what it is. No, uh, I mean, no, it'll tell us. I'm, I'm guessing it's just a free throw, right? I mean, it's like bowling, I would guess. <laughs> I'm guessing it's like bowling, yeah. Um, the overhand bowling, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. Wii Sports Resort. If you're into Wii Sports and you want more of it, you'll. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I kind of think that if if this had come with the Wii, I would have enjoyed it more than actual Wii Sports. But yeah, who's to say? It's yeah. Wii Sports. I mean, it doesn't. The the Wii Motion Plus is cool, and you can tell that it adds a lot. For example, in the uh, table tennis, but the difference between the regular Wii Remote and the Wii. Uh, motion plus is not as great as the, when you first pick up Wii Sports original. Like I remember when I oh, first yeah, got sure. the Wii, oh, and it's yeah, like, oh yeah, god, yeah. this thing's crazy. Yep. The one thing the uh, the archery game once you get your hand or, or your sort of hand and brain around how it's supposed to work, it made me think that you could actually do a really nice first person shooter for real without using the pointer, which was nice. Being able to just have the remote in your hand. Without and, having to point it and at just the tip, And just tipping yeah, it around right. and just oh, yeah. the, mo the motion of your hand translates to a sort of pivot rotation through right. what you're seeing. Right. That was really nice. And yeah. it's, the Wii remote can't do that usually. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the Until whole point. Now. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
Yep. Chris is just leafing through the manual, getting all the, <laughs> the tips and tricks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The basketball thing Reading seems like there those. actually is a game of basketball. Oh, really? Um, in addition to just sort of obviously the three-point contest, mm. which is looks basically like bowling, yeah. but opposite. Um, yeah, for two players. <laughs> We're just going to read you the manual oh, no. to Wii Sports <laughs> Resort. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, well, whatever. Okay, so that's that game. How to put on the word. <laughs> we wanted to prove to ourselves we could play something that wasn't a wanky European PC fest. Yep. And now that that's over, Dawn of Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first, uh, let's talk about some new stuff that happened because we oh, right. uh, didn't last week and then we forgot. So, anyway. Uh, but just a couple of days ago, actually, uh, Harmonix announced that Rock Band will have a, a a mode that allows you to create your own songs. Or not a mode, actually. It's a PC software. It's a tool yeah, set. Yeah. Um, and plus a custom plugin written by Harmonix that will allow you to create your own tracks and then actually sell them on a store to Rock Band users. Which is pretty yeah, rad. Sort of the, the Rock Band SDK, kind of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Called yeah. the Rock Band Network. Yep. Yes. And it looks like it's it's pretty much requires essentially a combination of PC and Xbox 360. Yep. Uh, although apparently particularly standout tracks will be chosen and sold on PS3 and Wii. Yeah, it sounds like the, the uh, XNA framework right, is being exactly, used for yeah. some of the PC side stuff. But yeah, Harmonix said that... They'll so you actually just, they'll you, know just putting good tracks out over the main content right. stream. Mm. But you so you do need the ninety nine dollar uh, yeah. creators club for XNA to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty awesome, pretty exciting. I remember when uh, when NeverSoft announced their uh, Guitar Hero World Tour editing mode, which was sort of just basically a MIDI sequencer. Mm -hmm. um, I remember uh, the lead designer of Rock Band 2, who I think was Dan Teasdale. I mean, he started getting all saucy. Yeah. Yes. He was like, yeah, well, like, you know. We'll do it when it's we good. We basically want to do it when we can actually do yeah. a good job and make it real. Like, oh, well, hmm. I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess waiting, and you know, several months might have been the right way to go. Yeah. However long. I don't know. Has it been yeah. a year? I don't know how long it's been. Yeah. But, but yeah, the quotes uh, and I are like, an we, we wanted thing. a thing where you could put a real song up instead of just uh, mushing someone else's song around and putting some dots on it or whatever. It's like, whoa, <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. But if <laughs> yeah, you've got was... actual master tracks in there, you can record stuff. I mean, it's like a real actual Yeah. Uh, it, it sounded like, thing. I mean, obviously it was the press message they wanted to convey, but the, the release that went out had... Like uh, a rep from Sub Pop Records. Yeah, I think Sub Pop put out their own statement separately. Oh, was it okay? Yeah, saying yeah. we're going to use Rock Band Network to put some of our tracks yeah. up, so we can just do it ourselves. And I, yeah, it sounded I, like I don't know. To me, it's actually meaningful that Sub Pop put it out separately because it indicates like it's not just harmonics going to someone and being like, Hey, we'll give you a sweet deal. Maybe it is that, I don't know. Maybe they're getting higher royalties since they're an established label. But I like the idea that a record label sort of just sees this likes the idea of it and has enough yeah. confidence in it that they can release their stuff that's actual professional artists uh, right. on this essentially amateur service. Yeah, it, I mean, it, that's it, pretty cool. It sounded like what Harmonix was hoping for was a combination of like in-house rock band network people at small labels uh, just crunching on this stuff and just, I guess, people in a band putting their own tracks out and, yeah. and dudes on the internet making goofy shit. Making yes. goofy shit. Speaking of which, get ready for the fucking wizard because <laughs> that's coming. Yep. Yeah, I'll yeah. try to get I'll try to get some, some, yeah, some stuff up if on this, Yeah, if this turns out to be doable, <laughs> yeah. we we would be stupid to not put the Idle Thumbs musical library up on the yeah. Rock Band Network. Yeah. yeah, I suspect it'll be a relatively time-consuming affair, but obviously I have all the, you know... We have the master tracks. all the master tracks and the Idle Thumbs vault. So, <laughs> yeah. Should be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. 
What else do we have here? Oh, man. Computers? Computers. Um, Alan Wake not coming to them, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. After all this time. I know. Kind of ridiculous. Yes. Especially now that... Uh, I mean, we didn't talk about this last week. I think it was already known as of last week, and yeah, we just forgot yeah, to yeah. bring it up. Um, well, Remedy since has then, since issued yeah, their, exactly. their statement. Yeah. Which is essentially, you know, we'd love to do it, yeah. but Microsoft <laughs> won't let us. Right. So <laughs> wasn't Alan Wake supposed to show off all the latest of PC gear? <laughs> yes, was, yes, it was. That game the was announced as a PC game. Direct was X frequently highlighted game, by Microsoft. Yeah. yeah, as an X, as a yeah. So that's pretty sweet. That's now you know how Mac users feel about <laughs> Halo. <laughs> Halo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Microsoft again. It's funny yeah. that Microsoft yeah. just Microsoft. loves to stop in here and just, yeah. yeah. This yeah. seems more like an Xbox game. <laughs> really? <laughs> says I, uh, says executive as people get really start, start to sweat in that meeting and become sad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I could see this. Yeah. You know, oh, the, the, what's even more ridiculous about this versus Halo is that Halo ended up on Xbox actually being a substantially different game than it was right. yeah. on the original Mac and PC sort of vision. I mean, it was complete, almost a different genre, basically. Yeah. Right. Whereas Alan Wake, it's like, oh, I guess it's still like a first-person well, shooter. I mean, there's no way, especially now with how similar uh, shooters on the PC and console are, at least mainstream right. shooters, uh, I, I would be very surprised if there's any reason that this is happening other than Microsoft being like, only on Xbox 360, cool yeah. box in the corner. Like, I mean... Alan Wake has seemed like it's a cool game, but it has also seemed sort of like a niche thing to me. I mean, Halo, it seems like Microsoft from day one was like, cultural phenomenon coming up. This game's going to make the Xbox. Right. Yeah. And this is like, here's a weird sort of thriller thing. It's sort of, yeah. you know, Alan Wake. I, Alan Wake seems really cool. I've been interested in it since yeah. it was yeah. announced. But... Why would you cancel one of two platforms for a game that is not going to set the world on fire? Right. It also just kind know. of feels like a PC game to me from yeah. from the way it just looks and the way like and really sort of yeah. Tone. yeah I don't know not. I don't know when I saw it at E3 I didn't really get that vibe but mm. I, maybe that's because they were playing on 360 <laughs> um, but I mean it's third they person had a custom now, soundtrack it, loaded you know it's, it's a third person <laughs> game and it, it, you know I don't know it felt to me it looked to me most similar to something like Silent Hill or something like that which to, it, you know feels the thing like that a actually, console game the thing to that me, kind but, of interested me about Alan Wake though from the beginning is that it looked like. Uh, a game in the style of Silent Hill, but from a blatantly PC heritage, just sort of in the in the sort of aesthetics and presentation right. of it. Yeah, that was that was my main impression of it as well, which is uh, fairly interesting. Um, I'm hoping that I don't know. I'm hoping that they they change their mind about this or something. I don't really know. It's Microsoft. They are the opposite of receptive yeah. when it comes to anything on the PC at this point, uh, unless it's games for Windows, <laughs> your favorite platform. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Microsoft is, is is amazing to me. The thing that's really that's really frustrating is that Microsoft Games for Windows division is separate from Microsoft Game Studios at this point, basically. And so they basically have made it. They've just built essentially a stone wall. Yeah. That when you ever try to ask anyone on either side yep. why I the right hand never knows what the left hand is doing. Yeah. It's always, oh, well, you know, we're doing our best here, but you know, they're a different division. It's not really our right. thing. And it's like, really? You all make video games like <laughs> or services for video games. The first yeah. two words in both of your group's titles are Microsoft and game. <laughs> right. Exactly. Team the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, it almost seems like they're both just competing against each other, except one of them is the one that actually gets, like, like, support. gets funding right. and well, no, one and of them the, just has one console, but the other one has every PC in the world. Yeah, I know. That's always what they say, too. It's hilarious. It's, yeah. it's, really? All right, guys. Great, <laughs> great really, PR. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are clever. 
it's it's weird. I don't know. Fucking Microsoft. What a. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not one of those guys who just thinks Microsoft is like out to steal your identity and There's like no dollar sign in there. Yeah, it's not that. It's just I. I just think the way they run their PC business, at least PC gaming business, is completely boneheaded. I mean, I don't. I. I, I believe them when they say the games for Windows guys are genuinely trying to do something good with games for Windows. Like, I believe that. They right. are, but, but then I, you I, cut I mean, to the office and it's right. like three dudes yeah. in right, Microsoft's exactly. original building from right. the seventies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. Video games are a great way to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, at the end of the day, the thing that, that matters more than anything else really is just I don't know, put a game on it. Like make a video yeah. game for it. I mean that's yeah. that's a little I mean Yeah. It's cool that they're trying to do games for <laughs> Windows, but I mean we do have Steam. It's pretty awesome. Right. Like it works quite well. Uh, I know Microsoft is not what I, is probably not big on the idea of using Steam to distribute their games or multiplayer services, but uh, you know, they're also not big on you know having games on the PC. <laughs> yeah, not what really games would they distribute? PC I don't know. Yet. They're closing studios. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, at this point, <laughs> they closed down the Flight Simulator guys. They closed yeah. down Faza. Yeah, they closed ensemble. down uh, Ensemble. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that's I don't really know how. Faza was doing. Faza was probably not doing that. Was probably not doing very well. Yeah. But they were also not doing well with their Xbox 360 game. Um, whereas Ensemble was doing. I mean, their game sold really well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and Flight Sim guys. I don't really know. That stuff was is so sort of tangential to the kind of stuff we usually cover. But I mean, it's yeah. hard for me to imagine they didn't. That game still has pretty to much. Sell. Ha- yeah, have their market that game figured sells out. Best like buy. they sell I mean, the forty-year-old game... guys at Best yes. Buy. I mean, there's like <laughs> there's nowhere else for those guys to go at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Weird. Am I explain. Weird? Yeah. Explain. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, Alan Wake. It's kind of dumb. What else do we have here? Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer. Yeah. This is interesting. Actually, this is from <laughs> Electronic Arts, who is actually, I think, doing quite a good job on the PC right now. Yeah. Um, taking a really interesting step that I am curious what you guys think about this. Uh, Command & Conquer 4 was announced as requiring an internet connection all the time, even in single player mode. Yeah. So the game will have no other form of DRM included, um, but it will require you to be online all the time. Was it all the time or was it at first connection? No, I think it's all the time. Is it all the time? They, they said there's what, no offline place. You can't play like you can't play CNC four on a plane. Right. That's yeah, exactly. That's what everyone That's, that's the the, the the thing that everyone always brings up. I'm right, sure, right, but, right. Yeah. Um and the the way they explained it is um they they didn't the mention piracy at any kind at any time, but I'm you know, that couldn't not be a factor. But what they did say is they're trying essentially to really push the persistent uh, aspects of stat tracking and a character and achievements yeah. and all that kind of stuff and trying to tie it all together into one kind of ongoing experience between multiplayer right. and they're, single player. They're trying to have the the advantages you get from an MMO, but yes. with yeah, but right. with, exactly. with a it's a, a very disconnected campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Is there a subscription model in place as well? I doubt no, it. I no, no, it's I just it's so. just a game, but no. it's just it just requires that stuff. I don't know. I think it. God, I, <laughs> I know Nick is I, displeased. No, I'm actually not. Really? I, I am. I, I at first when I heard that I was sort of apathetic, and then the more I was kind of forced into making it, you know, forming an opinion, I, I thought, you know what, fine. Yeah, I'm at the point where it's just like. It's that, or or what? What is the alternative? I mean, they'll either institute some Tages. draconian DRM, or they're going to, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it's just fine. I I don't care. My yeah. I'm always when I game, I'm always on the internet anyway. Right. 
who's playing Command and Conquer 4 on a fucking airplane? You know what? Like six <laughs> dudes right now. Yeah. Like what? I mean, people always say that. And I, have, I, I even saw someone say, man, real time strategy games, though, they're the best for the airplane. And I'm like, seriously, mm-hmm. the one where you're using a pointer yeah. to click on little, little tiny dudes <laughs> yeah, on mean, a high resolution screen and move them to pre- precise places. Like, is also, that really the airplane game? If we're really going to go down that route. Airplanes are going to catch up with you and have Wi-Fi and within <laughs> yeah. the next two years. Whatever. Yeah, well, some of them well, already do. American yeah. Airlines has some that. of them do. They, yeah, it's not super consistent. So no, yeah, but they get kicked off of your game. Yeah, like, but, well, whatever. Yeah, but no, I know what you mean, though. I, 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 yeah, I think just making making care. everything require an online connection is a valid concern, but also get ready for your life to be completely steamrolled as a PC gamer. If you steamrolled, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just persistent online stuff. People are just yeah. gonna. Yeah. I would rather. I would, it's yeah. eventually going to be one of those things where, like, a CD-ROM drive or something is just yes. like, yeah. well, who oh, yeah. in the fucking world is playing right. on a PC without X? Without I would rather, I would rather the market. Card, I would know. rather have single-player games on the PC than than have the market shifts Only even more MMOs. towards the right, online exactly. sector. Exactly. That, that's a big part. I of mean, my, if yeah. this is is necessary step, fine. Because I, 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 I just do. And not I also care. think it's probably not actually necessary. Well, it's not necessary. But it's not necessary. But if it's going to be one of two, if if publishers perceive it as a way to. Keep, to keep now. to keep if, making yeah. PC games viable, think. then <laughs> and I also, do that and make games. Right. And I also have yes. to say that, you know, between all the different things you can do, disc check, online only, some kind of activation limit, all that stuff, being online is the one I think is not only the most acceptable, I think is also the one that not least only obtrusive. is the least in, it's what well, it's what? It's the least obtrusive. It's I the mean, least it's, obtrusive it's, to, to you in terms of what you need to be doing, just passively being on the internet. But it's also the only one that actually does offer genuine gameplay opportunities. I mean, oh, sure, yeah. all, all the other solutions, all they're doing is not being a different solution or just being right, something, just, you know what I mean? Being something the, that gets the fact in your that way. This game knows that it's always on. Right. Means it means that content can go all over the place. Exactly. Just as sort of part of the game. I don't know. I don't I know. Think, if, yeah. I don't know if command and conquer four is necessarily going to be the one game that shows this off to the they're extreme. Gonna, extent, they're going to stream I mean, the FMV sequence <laughs> right. down to your machine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 200 kilobyte install. Yes. Uh, but it, but it does, you know, I, you, someone does have to take has to has to do that first. I mean, in the PC market, that's always how it's been. At the end of the day, someone if this is the way things are going to go, or at least some of the publishers are going to go, someone does have to try it out and say, "Look, we're trying this. We're going to see how." I mean, if it fails, it fails. I mean, if it you know if it fails, the only person that's going to get bitten in the ass is Electronic Arts, really. So, I mean, I, I think I, I don't at this point. If well, I mean, if it fails because people just reject that out of hand. Then Electronic Arts is just going to throw their hands in the air and be like, "Fuck it, they don't deserve shit." You know well, what I mean? This is this is going to make me into that guy who everyone thinks is stupid, and probably what I'm about to say is partly stupid. But <laughs> You're that guy. <laughs> I know. Why am I even talking? But I, I was just going to say, in all honesty, I don't think a lot of people give a shit. No. no oh I, yeah. I, I well, and I think most, I honestly most think, people are not going to notice. They're going to say, "Hey, Command and Conquer Four, I'm playing it now." I know. Yeah. I, I, th- <laughs> I think a lot of the people that do complain do so under false pretenses. I really believe that some <laughs> of me and mean? countless others have expressed what, like, like the guy who says, "I live in like the middle of Nebraska yes, where there's no internet," yeah, and yeah, like, oh, here well, I am posting yeah. on this forum. Let's, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Let's start a petition because it's not right that yeah. I can't pirate yeah. this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny actually. When I was on the uh, Gamers with Job podcasts. Uh, Game Games Job podcast a few weeks ago. We did kind of talk about this, uh, not in context, in the context of this game because it hadn't been announced yet. But 
there was some 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 other thing that that required uh, internet and someone wrote in and said you know where i live i live in a rural area and yeah. the internet's not always consistent and you know honestly like if you really are that guy that 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 does suck that is an inconvenience sure. but i think the reality is even in even in places like that over the next several years internet is just going to become better i mean internet is there yeah. Like if it's there, it's going to improve at some point. I yeah. mean, it's eventually we'll probably have fucking free Wi-Fi every every goddamn place. Like I don't know. I think over time, in this your is brain. Just, yeah, and you know they're always. I mean, consoles. <laughs> I suspect are going to never do that. No, I shouldn't say never. Consoles are not going to do this for a long time. You still can, you know, play a single player game on a console, but the PC. Well, I think it's to going to get almost, more and more hampered, though. I mean, more yeah, and more sort of like right. whatever the next Xbox Especially or the next PS3 are, yeah, it's right. going to be like, oh, you don't have the internet. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess you can sort of. <laughs> you bought yeah. that on a disc, really? All right, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it Opening goes. disc hatch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just gets really saucy. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <sort of> just, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, inserting disc. They <laughs> make it take like five minutes. Just, yeah. Right. You don't really dedicate a lot of effort to this part of the system anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You have to buy like an expansion motor to run all that. <laughs> <laughs> you crank the analog stick to put the disc in. Uh, anyway, in front of an old car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no. But I, I, I do think that at least you know while the consoles are in their current form. I mean, if nothing else, this is something that's like in their well, current form. Yeah, before they transform into right. the the uh, you know into yes. a beautiful Voltron right. of that. Uh, I, I think it's an interesting way for the PC to distinguish itself. I mean, isn't Blizzard essentially doing something like this? Uh, you mean with StarCraft Two? Yeah, with, I mean, I mean, with BattleNet Pro, I don't think they're going to require. I mean, at least they haven't announced that they'll require yeah. a multiplayer or an online connection for, for just, just the just single for, player just campaign. For, LAN and the, for and, yeah. yeah, for all multiplayer though, they are requiring yeah. an online connection. So, I mean, I think it's an interesting, but yeah, so interesting to a degree, way to, yeah. I mean, I think it's an interesting way to go. I mean, I I feel like it, you know, like I was saying, it's the only you know, DRM or whatever you want to call it solution that does also actually provide actively good things in addition to the maybe something that is kind of annoying for some people. But I mean, you know, while they're doing that annoying thing, they can also be doing a cool thing. I mean, they essentially have yeah. valve like access at that point to every data point they'd ever need about how the game is playing. Like what is, I mean, what people are doing, I mean, in a way that could be used for genuinely useful design. Yeah. I mean, I know there are people who it's still, think uh, that that's a conspiracy or well, whatever. Well, from, from an infrastructure standpoint, it is still kind of superfluous, and it really is only just because they want to spy on you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not being that facetious. You can yeah. easily have the game just log all of your data in single player and then phone home the moment you play a multiplayer right. game and right. sync yes. your stats. Yeah. You're not gaining anything unless... Unless you are playing in a game where it secretly is a persistent world or something like that, and there's, you know... Yeah. Uh, so... In that regard, it actually does slightly annoy me because uh, it's thinly veiled lameness. But uh, yeah, I guess that stuff has never bothered me because it's like if you have to pick what, one, what is, I'd go like, with this. What could someone use no, I don't, in a malicious way? Like, your this guy's all about the turtling strategy. No, it's like I d no, I don't. I don't even want to get into. No, this. No, no, I know what you're saying. I'm just. <laughs> I just. It's just. They, I don't mean to berate it's, you. I'm it's, just, it's. It's. It's not essential yeah. that they check persistently whether or not I have stolen the game. Right. They want to, so yeah. <laughs> now they can do it in a way that that sort of couches it amongst gameplay features. That yeah. said, like yeah. you guys have said, well, if there's if there's a method that someone's going to use, I'd rather have the one that yeah. also gives me a lot of really well, that, nice that's tangible what I'm features. Saying. I'm not. My yes. point is not that Electronic Arts is altruistic as a corporation. My point well, is just are. that if they're going if they're going to choose a thing that is going to be something that will hinder me in some way and something <laughs> that will, you know, like if, if I'm gonna take it, I'd like to take it. 
Yeah. <laughs> right because here. Because I, you know, because I do, I mean, you know, I mean, the reality is like yeah. Nick said, I really don't ever play PC games when I'm, when I'm not online. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, my PC is just plugged into my internet basically all the yeah. time or on a wireless or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, I guess if I'm at the airport one time, I'll be annoyed that I can't play Command & Conquer 4, but the practical yeah. likelihood of that happening on any yes, remotely... Yes, I know. The, the reasons behind it still bother me. But, that's fine. That's fair enough. Uh, but yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying, and it doesn't it doesn't actually bother me actively. I'm not going to not buy Command & Conquer because of that. I play plenty of games on the internet, but right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I still think the model of not trusting your customers uh, permanently is not is not wholly sustainable. I think people will eventually get frustrated with it. Anyway, Command & Conquer 4? Yes. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I'm curious about it. If nothing else. That was a long, ridiculous yeah, yeah. We should you, take a break for a second, break, yeah. because yeah. I want to. Yeah. Connecting the Wii Motion Plus accessory. First, you'll need your Wii Remote Controller and Wii Motion Plus. Turn the Wii Motion Plus accessory so that you can see the arrow on the lock switch. Insert the Wii Remote Controller into the jacket so that the tip fits snugly. Push the wrist strap through the hole in the bottom of the jacket. Next, pull the strap through until you see the cord. Pull the jacket over the bottom corners of the Wii Remote, gently moving the accessory back and forth. Press the buttons on both sides and insert the connector plug into the controller. If the cord gets caught, gently give the strap another tug. Be sure to slide the lock switch up in the direction of the arrow to lock it into place. Place your hand through the wrist strap and adjust the strap lock. If the strap lock has a lever, be sure to click it firmly in place. Now you're ready to play. So during the break, I apparently expressed uh, what I meant to say earlier about <laughs> downloadable stuff, which is when I was talking about how I don't know if it's sustainable and if things are going to sort of collapse back down. Uh, I think that the fact that there's so many competing independent systems is uh, is what is not sustainable. And I think... Yeah. Uh, and like I said, like I don't, I don't want to... versus Impulse versus EA Store versus... Yeah, just yeah. And versus 300 million other PRM small retailers and DRM yeah. things. I mean, I... I don't mean to say that we should like collapse the ability to do independent sales. I think that's important, but um, the fact that there's a billion closed systems and oh God, see, I'm rambling again, it's, and it's going to make me sound like a, a sort of open source dork, which isn't what I mean. But I think that <laughs> I think that until there is a a unified, if if it's not an open service, a sort of open protocol that everyone can adopt, right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think I think it's just not going to work because like uh, the analogy that I used a few minutes ago was the like to watch NBC content on your TV, you don't need to get an NBC account and give them your payment information. And then like, Oh, and from then on every NBC show comes to my TV. It's like, you just have a TV and it shows up. Right. And, uh, I think the internet analogy to that literally is Hulu versus all of the, like there was a, for the first year or two of online video streaming, all the networks had their own shows on their sites and it was moderately successful. And now there's sort of one brand, uh, that you know, has all the content from all the major networks on it. And uh, I think that would that would probably work whether or not there was Hulu.com or if just everyone said, also, you know what Hulu is, we have that. 
And right. I think that that, that sort of thing, um, as it stands right now, there's, there's no way realistically that it's going to be XBLA. There's no way it's going to be Steam. There's no way it's going to be games for Windows. There's no yeah. way it's going yeah. to be on live. Those or are Impulse. all hosted by companies with entrenched interests. Yeah, there's yeah. just, exactly. I mean, Hulu as uh, is also probably not fully sustainable because it's only it's it's to get your content on Hulu it seems like you have to buy into a huge percentage of the of the of the company like Hulu is owned by Disney, right, yeah. NBC and Fox. Well at that point do you think it would be a smart move for Steam to just split off? I mean weren't we talking about this like Yeah, a we did talk about ago? it a while ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that it wouldn't be surprising if they tried that yeah. possibly yeah. for that reason. Yeah. Um but it's yeah, it's Stuff as it stands now is 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 cool, but I think if people want it to actually work, they're gonna need to get get more smart. Yeah, sweet. Video there you games. go. Knowledge dropped sweet. by Jake. Yeah, knowledge bomb. <laughs> Poor that's, fart. That's what I dropped. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A, a knowledge deuce. <laughs> Moving on to video games, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Idle thumbs. How do you get the poop in there? <laughs> we ha- we don't talk about poo that much. We haven't. We talked about our, poop our in the Wii Sports Resort. Did we talk about poo during Wii Sports Resort? Yeah, well? we did. Really? Yeah. There was a poo thing. What was the poo thing? I just remember thinking, oh, here's another poo thing. <laughs> another poo thing. Oh God. Like I mean, I remember talking about like a glove. But that was that. Oh was, right, no. yes, exactly. Yeah, the inserting oh, right. of the. Uh, oh the, yeah. no, that was just no. I'm talking. Mean, I'm I'm talking about like I'm talking about like <laughs> no! epi- I'm talking about like episode four or something. <laughs> no, poo. <laughs> What's oh, wrong with us? We are children. Yeah. Okay. So Dawn Discovery. I want to talk about the, uh, slash anno fourteen oh four. Right. Back to our. I want to talk about this because yeah. This is strategy. Yeah. And now it's time for you. You're puffing on a pipe. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> You're puffing Island Adventure on a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> um, to correct, or not to correct, but to supplement last week's somewhat bumbling attempt. By, uh, I played 20 minutes of this, and we're gonna. You, <laughs> when you, you talk about, uh, talk I played about, 20 minutes of this mode, and you played 20 minutes of that mode. Right, Combined, yeah. we have. Yeah, I think that's, we may have spent more time talking about the game than you guys each individually spent playing it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that's okay. If that that kind of thing actually ends up always freaking me out in retrospect because during the week I got several Steam messages from people who were like, "Oh man, your Dawn Discovery has bought this because you guys talked about it on the podcast." And I'm like, "Oh God, we're not informed. We don't know what we're talking about." <laughs> I played it, then I sat down and recorded a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I am I am a little I'm actually no longer uncomfortable about that because I've played it quite a bit more since then and I'm completely confident now in recommending it full heartedly wholeheartedly full heartedly oh, full heart um, Care Bear. it's really fun um, it's you know the, the the basic structure we discussed last week is is what it is it's you know it's a essentially city building game where you can colonize out the different islands and it's very economically driven. Um, so uh, most of, of what you're managing is the relationship between the things people want, um, and will keep them happy. The things that will allow them to progress in society, stay upwardly mobile and managing all your production lines to make sure you're not over or underproducing those things. Um, and then it's surprisingly fun mainly because once you actually get all that stuff balanced out, it's incredibly rewarding. It's it's a little different than Civilization or something in that you're always kind of working up to these very discrete tiers. So you start off with just peasants. Eventually, once you these peasants are happy enough and once they have enough 
physical goods that that they need, different kinds of food and faith and community and things, then they become citizens. And after that, and then they have their own news at exactly right. They become patricians after that, and it keeps going. I don't know five levels or something. Yeah, and uh, each one you can choose to essentially just hold at a certain point. You know, the guys won't progress unless they have low enough tax rates to want to move up into the uh, next level. And so you can you can keep the game at the pace you want just by adjusting your tax rates, which is really helpful. It's just a one click global setting for each for each uh, tier. Um, and it's I didn't get that actually when I was playing the game last week because last week I was playing the campaign. Um, the campaign's really good. it's it's level based. And so each level, you start your civilization over from sort of a fixed point. So roughly speaking, the place you ended one miss- mission is about the like historical point where you start the next one. But the game starts you with, you know, a pre-designed version of it. That was really irritating to me at first because I wanted to just keep, you know, keep my consistent civilization and not lose all the time and work I put into it. Uh, in retrospect, I realized that was the right choice in campaign because actually, as someone who was brand new to the game, by the time I actually finished a mission, my my cities were so precariously balanced that I would end up – it's sort of the equivalent of like of like sprinting to the finish line at the end when you're sort of already actually collapsing and like mm. – Right. Or like, it's like it's the like last seconds before you're dead in Tetris and like, oh, <laughs> right, shit, exactly. oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, or like running a marathon with like a whole – a big pile of ceramic – pile of ceramic pots or something right it's, and so as it's long like, as you get over the finish line without them broken you right, can just fucking right. throw them everywhere like two <laughs> exactly. seconds later exactly that's yeah. what the campaign is like for me yeah. in this game and but going through i didn't play through the whole campaign but after i played through enough of it to feel confident with the game's mechanics then i went over to endless mode which is what nick was playing which is a standard game like any other game yeah. like this where you just go and and I, I i was much more confident so that's actually the route i'd recommend playing through campaign until you feel confident enough in the mechanics and then switching over to uh, to endless mode, um, but it's really fun. I've really been enjoying it, and and I do. I we mentioned this last week, and it remains true. But I really think the uh, the and this has been in the in the game since the last version as well. The um, close up camera mode with depth of field and and uh, all the nice effects and removing all the interface elements. Being able to go in that as your city grows and sort of higher classes move in and buildings get upgraded over time. It really. It's surprisingly effective in terms of making you uh, want to keep getting that stuff better and better. And it's it's a real great visual payoff. Um, um, speaking of that, it's yeah. well, maybe not speaking of that because I don't know how the game works. But it's last week you talked about it as being entirely sort of Europe focused, but it's not really looking at the screenshots. Yeah. Right? I did that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was looking at screenshots. I noticed there were some uh, sort of Middle Eastern. Yeah, it's interesting actually. The game... Um, Actually, this ties into one of the things I don't like about the game. This part I do. It's cool. You've got, you know, it's very exaggerated geographically in a civilization way where it's like, oh, I guess right over here is this other yes, island right, that essentially yeah, exactly. represents an entire, you know, city or it's country Arabia. or like city yeah. state essentially. Um, so you can colonize the east, which basically means the lower half of the map. Right. And uh, it's cool because actually the, the sort of European-esque – uh, cities and the they call them the Orient. Uh, they have different things they can produce, and they're actually interdependent. So your citizens actually need spice uh, um, yeah. to to progress because they need their food to be you know of a higher class spice than than what the than what the peasants eat. And so you actually need to import spice from your either from your own 
Oriental settlements or by just trading with, yeah. you know, one of the, the Orient guys. Um, and it's really cool. I mean, and, and it, it works both ways, you know. So, I mean, the, the, there are different things that those colonies produce. Can that you play the, as either side at a certain point? Yeah, you, you play as both. You, you okay. start off as a European colony and then you can set out with your ship and build. Uh, and pillage. <laughs> well, you know, you can just create your own and you can get different, um, like you, you can befriend the one of the uh, the viziers or whatever, and then he'll give you uh, the option to make better Oriental style buildings, and you can get nomads to move into your place. It's pretty cool. I'm I'm playing as an extreme pacifist because I just like building the city and just. I was uh, going to ask what the combat. Yeah, I don't. I, I've only done a little bit of combat. It seemed like it not really what the game was about. Yeah. Um, you, you, it's got a whole castle sieging thing and oh, really? stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't play to it into it too deeply because it's not really what I'm interested in from this game. But it's there. I don't know. So what's the thing you don't like? The, oh, the thing I don't like is that there's an odd choice with this game that seems it's like almost historical, but not really. It's all sort of just vague, kind of made up yeah. stuff. That's like there's you know in the campaign, for example, not in the I don't think in the endless mode, but in the campaign, there's essentially a Jean d'Arc character who's just kind of a Joan of Arc character whose name is Jean to something else, you know. And it's and it's all these things like this that are just these weird little pseudo parallel historical things and then there's weird like there's i guess a hut of witches who just kind of hangs out and you can like trade with them and just little tiny little things that are that are just slightly like supernatural where it's like yeah. oh i guess you can get a protective spell from these things but like nothing right. in the game else in the game is like that it's kind of irritating to me i kind of wish they would have just stuck with one you know it's like just just to just go all out and make it crazy your own fantasy world or just make it Europe. I mean, I don't know. It seems yeah. it's that that's really right. The, right. It's that the witches sort of contain the cheats page for this otherwise normal <laughs> game. I didn't really interact with them because they kind of annoyed me, so I, I don't really know what they do. But when the game said you can buy a protective spell from these witches, I'm, I was kind of turned off by that. Um, but that's it's pretty minor. It doesn't really affect the game in any major way. I just I was irritated by it. I really like it though. I would. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. Nick, you didn't play it anymore, did you? No, not yet. No. Because you hate it, you think it's, it's kind garbage. Of a baby game. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a baby game. Yeah, it seems like it could get really hard. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm still not convinced it's, it's going to be my kind of game. But yeah, uh, that's fair enough. I, we'll see. Yeah, I'll, I'll it give it another seem like shot. Like a baby game, like the kind Chris likes. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> know, sort of nambi nambi sort of European and kind of trading. Yeah. And oh, hello, my lord. Here's your spice. I don't know. I need a cannon <laughs> or something. Oh god, you need a cannon. <laughs> you can build ships with cannons. There's yeah. sea battles and stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, maybe. I took a bunch of screenshots. I've been playing Battlefield 1943. Yeah, you still playing that? Uh, yeah, actually. Cool. Yeah, I'm actually kind of a little, little bit addicted to it. Nice. It's actually really good. That's good. Yeah. I have nothing new to add, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, they released that new still map. Still fun. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, All it's right. still fun. Good. I downloaded a, a bunch of people contacted me to say that GOG.com has Castles and Castles 2, which I briefly mentioned last week. Um and yeah, you can get it for it's like seven dollars or something. Yep. Or six you got like five minutes of Castles Two in right before we recorded <laughs> yeah. this podcast. I yeah. played a little bit of Castles One, then then a little bit of Castles Two, and it was my especially with Castles One, the thing that it I'm sure everyone's had this experience if you've been playing games for a long time. Uh, it really reminded me of what how different games are in terms of accessibility between now and mm. 15, 20 years ago. I mean, <laughs> you load Castle up Castles one. and it's like, oh, good, here's a big green field and a cursor. And like start building and the game doesn't tell you anything. It gives you no explanation. Presumably yeah. there's a PDF manual that I could be reading, but you know, it's just, you'd never see that now. That would never happen. 
Um, and it, it was very intimidating and I, it's always God. strange to me when I experienced that. Cause it's like, I was a kid when I played castles one, you know, and it's like, I did it. I figured it out. And now as an adult, I'm just like, well, this, well, oh, 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 this is confusing. Where I do I click? What am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Someone give me a little man to pop up and tell me what to do. Some kind of three minute instructional video. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's tough to, to use a keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Castles Two is a little less, a little less crazy. That sweet like that. CG opening. Yeah, Castles Two has some hilariously great. Up to great four pre-rendered right. spotlights. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> but Castles Two actually seemed like it might still be be pretty playable and fun. Actually, based on my my very short experience, so I'll, I'll probably load it. Yeah, up you already had a castle going there after just yeah. a few minutes. I forgot. There's all these cool history. I mean, you know, for some for people who are into castles, I'm not. Oh. Nick's into castles. No, I, yeah, oh yeah, I forgot. No, I was just gonna say, um, uh, some news that came out in the middle of the week was that uh, um, uh, Castles the old, Three. No, <laughs> no, Lords of the Realm was. Oh was yeah, Rebellion. By, uh, yeah, Rebellion ended up buying games. all these intellectual properties from the from Vendi. Yeah, uh, in the, the, big the fire in the sale, I guess. Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're apparently looking at developing these franchises. I don't know how realistic it is that they'll. Well, developing titles in every... I assume they didn't buy them just to sell them on GOG. Well, that would seem kind of yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I guess I just mean I don't know if we'll ever see, you know, yeah. specifically a, Lord, a new Lords of the Realm game, but it would be pretty cool if they actually yeah. did put I out mean, a they, new... I for, mean, for those who don't know, they bought Evil Genius. That was actually a couple years ago. Yeah. They bought Lords of the Realm. They bought Ground Control, actually. Yes, Ground Control. From, yeah. That was Massive Entertainment, which right. is now owned by Ubisoft. So it's interesting that Ubisoft didn't... I guess they weren't the publisher, uh, or, you know, yeah. Vivendi was, so... Um, there was that. I think there was something else. Uh, yes, there was, but I can't remember what it yeah, was. I don't remember either. But they, it, it was interesting. It's an it's an unusual move. Uh, Rebellion's a UK developer. It's kind of one of those few remaining sort of mid size independent developers. Yeah. Aliens vs Predators guy. Yeah, Aliens vs Predators. Right, exactly. Yeah. And they're making a new one. And uh, they're yeah. oh, they're also making Rogue Warrior, oh, right, which yes. we're not so crazy about. I don't yeah. think. But no. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see where those go. I remember playing Evil Genius when it came out. That was. 2001 or two or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Um, so yeah, that was, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, did you want to talk about League of Legends? I could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, actually, no, I just wanted to say one thing about it and okay. that, you know, if people don't know what Dota is, Dota is that Warcraft three mod. I don't know. We've talked about Dota before in this yeah, podcast. Defense of the Ancients. It's Defense of the Ancients. It, you know, um, I don't want to get into specifics. I'm just going to very simply say that if 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 you're looking for a Dota game to play that is approachable but also has depth, I would look at League of Legends possibly because um, they're doing some some really smart things about how to introduce new players. I mean, initially when you start out in the game, they there's it's almost like a tiering progression where you play against um, bots first, which is cool because I didn't assume that they would have bots in this game. Yeah. Um, and then you go from that into playing um, with other humans against bots. And then you play in just like regular practice, sort of like unranked matches, humans versus humans. And then and then after that, you can sort of get what into about more about orcs versus humans? <laughs> Do they have uh, that? No, I don't. Bullshit. <laughs> Not buying it. <laughs> Sorry. There's probably an orc in this game. Yeah. Probably. That one guy. Yeah, yeah. There's like one hero, dude. The heroes are so weird. I didn't really play Dota. Is mm. that what they were like in Dota as well? Just completely, un seemingly unrelated, like wacky. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not really, I don't, it doesn't bother me at all. I think this game's quite fun. I've played yeah. it several times. Yeah. Um, but it is, it has, it's odd. I mean, there's like a little girl and like all oh, this is like weird. I, Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, some of them are, uh, League of Legends is certainly, I think, more stylized and going for that more kind of goofy, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, cartoony sort it of It is approach. lol. Yes. Yeah. It is. <laughs> but what you say about accessibility, I think, is is probably makes sense because this, you know, Riot Games, the developer, does have some Blizzard, ex-Blizzard guys. Yeah. Um, they've got Steve Snow, who was, I want to say, co-founder or at least early member of Gas Powered Games, which usually tries to do some some mm-hmm. element of that in their games. And, uh, you know, I yeah. they seem to have a core of people who come from that kind of background. Yeah. Which Dota is infamously not that. Right. At all, yeah. Which is one of the reasons I, I never got into it. it yes. Those mods often have that problem. Where and the community, the community involved in these games is not the most helpful. Right. They are very hardcore. Yeah. They're more concerned with playing against each other. They don't really want to deal with you. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't want to help you. And at by all. that you mean me? Yes. Specifically. <laughs> right. Yeah. You, they don't fucking want yeah. to deal with my bullshit. No. You, no. No. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Not. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, I there, I was playing a different Dota game, um, and. Uh, uh, God, the community. Are we to talk about that or no? no? We're not. Okay. But I just I, I'll just very quickly say that it was it was the worst online experience of my life. Oh man, <laughs> it was just. I mean, the people that I ran into were just the biggest. Oh God, I. I'm someone not even someone apparently is impersonating me in that game right now. Really? Yeah, yeah it's me. So. Oh good. <laughs> I, was, I was just trying to get people to like me, and yeah, yeah. But then they're like, oh, he's, <laughs> it's that guy who doesn't know how to play games. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that guy what an sucks idiot. at video games. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Get out of our cool game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do some reader mail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Reader mail. Two. All right. Uh, so, reader uh, mail. I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm sorry. Uh, Guillard de Free Perez. I'm sorry if that's wrong. Writes, uh, so did Nick come back to play Empire Total War? I've been having a blast playing it after the 1.3 patch. I've never played a Total War game in depth, just the demos, but I found Empire Total War to be completely awesome and streamlined. Congrats about the podcast, easily the best one on the interwebs. Cheers. So Nick. I did load it up yeah? once. Yeah. Um, did you beat it? No, I uh, I ran into some of the same performance issues that I was really? having before. It was better. Yeah. And although <clears throat> I think they did actually fix the game ending bug that was oh, okay. killing my right, one 106 save. turns yeah. or whatever. But it's just that that event was so crushing to me it's that so I just I can't bring the, it yeah. I can't bring myself to go back. I'll go back and I will be addicted to that game in like a year or something. Right, 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 right. You know, I will I yeah. that will that You'll game kind of will be sitting around and be like, "Oh, Empire Total War." Oh yeah, that game. But right yeah. now it's still too soon. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it is. It's honestly emotionally that's too where soon. I'm at. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair enough, I suppose. Uh, it's not like you. there's any shortage of stuff to play. Um, yeah. Trevor Smith writes, Hey, Thumbs, during the 4th of July weekend, I went to the ScrewAttack Gaming Convention, and it kind of blew my mind. It was my it was its first year as a con, and I was impressed by how much work he went into it. So he goes on, describes this for a while. He says, uh, Almost every game being played was a fighting game, the main two being Street Fighter Four and Blaze Blue, which had just come out that Tuesday. Upon seeing this, a question dawned on me. Why does it seem that the only competitive games played anymore seem to be fighters? Is it because they create tension that makes them entertaining to watch? Is it because the players see it as a type of game where they can show how good they are because it's head-to-head? What are your thoughts on this? Also, I was watching all the Metroid commercials, and during the third Metroid Prime 2 commercial, I saw this. You're going to flip out from IGN.com. Sweet. <laughs> we'll always take more IGN.com quotes. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily about the fighting game thing. Yeah. Either. I mean, in terms of competitive gaming. I, I mean, yeah. games, games played in a 
con like that? Probably yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because that's you just, can do them split screen. But you know what? Yeah. what? At PAX last year, what did they play? Was it Battlefield, I think, or something? There's a big, you know. I, I mean, don't remember. I mean, I things like PAX and QuakeCon. QuakeCon, there's QuakeCon, but also, I mean, StarCraft in Korea. I mean, there are a lot yeah. of examples of competitive gaming yeah, actually, that are fighting games. The, the StarCraft thing, I just, a friend of mine uh, who listens to the podcast got back into StarCraft in the last couple of years, I think, and he was... He was telling me that he was watching YouTube clips of StarCraft matches from about a year and a half ago and then mm-hmm. watching ones from now. And he was he said he was completely surprised that people are still actually changing and refining yeah, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, professional no. StarCraft sure, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, that's actually, awesome. yeah, I mean, yeah. GOMTV is, is still uh, really interesting to watch yeah. for that reason. Because it is. GOMTV.net, by yeah, the way. It's, it's worth it's, uh, checking out. Yeah, they're still... Yeah, I mean, like people are still figuring out new the, ways uh, to get better. At the Starcraft. old veterans have actually, you know, sort of been eclipsed, which is kind of weird. Yeah, there's that's like interesting. It's like I, a generational yeah, thing. I remember years is, ago, I, I never followed that. You threw old man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, though. the kids it's like true, though. it's like I, a nineteen-year-old kid. Just <laughs> yeah, no, but it's true because I remember years ago, I never oh. followed this scene very closely. But there was that guy Boxer. Boxer, who, yes. Probably the, he's probably that's, he's the you best know, among people who have heard of a StarCraft player. He's probably the most commonly known one. And and it was funny because I was watching the Goom TV stuff last year late last year and uh, the commentator tasteless nick something i forget right. his name he was talking about oh here's here's boxer the old the old pro and old now boxer's like in the army or something and he yes. plays on the army team that he he like started an army team when he joined the military yeah. to for like other sort of former pro starcraft players who are now in the military and i guess don't have as much time obviously to practice and stuff yeah and it was so funny because he's like 25 or something right and, and now he's being like beat by the kid like prime. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's also I could speak. I was playing Starcraft. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that thing where, where it's like, oh, boxer, man. You know, he may not be technically the best, but he was the most spontaneous. He had that whole part right. of his game that yeah, was just. I love you know, that. Which is just like I love what? that you can talk about those. Man, guys like that's that. so weird. It's like it's, I know. It's like a he could be a so basketball player. The fact, the fact player that this conversation really? exists means that fighting games are not the only games. Yeah, uh, still yeah, played competitively. Sure. I mean, I think but, probably you know, PC and console have different skews in that way. Like console probably skews more towards. Fighting games, obviously, there's, you know, not much of that on the PC. And then RTS on the PC seems more so almost than FPS. Yeah, but these FPS days. is, but FPS is, is the is second still, thing. I mean, Counter-Strike is huge in that stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. People talk about it a lot less than they used to, though. That's true. Yeah, that's for sure. And on the console, I don't know. There was the... Um, I mean, Smash Brothers had was in one of those leagues, and mm-hmm. I guess that's that is a fight against well, all. And then yeah. Halo Defense was of the Ancients. Also. I mean, if you go to BlizzCon, I mean, it's all. Yeah, I was going to ask. Does the, that game have a pro? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it's it's pretty. Um, There's pretty some involved. pro Dota. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it seems There's like the really kind of game that attracts that kind yeah. of person. For oh yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty intense. But right. in terms of actual public public spaces, especially it's something like a con, I would I would imagine you probably are only ever going to see. Things like fighting games easily, right, unless right. there's a BYOC or split section screen, or, like or split screen, screen Halo. Shooters. You know what? Yeah, you right. know what else though that probably gets overlooked is stuff like Guitar Hero, where that you know there are like little. What? No, 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 no. I mean, people, you know, head on a smaller head. scale, but 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 there are those yeah. like bar, you know, like com- it's Guitar Hero, oh, yeah, and true. they have competitions, and they're they're, yeah, they're like best players in not, the world. There's no, see the thing. I like the, like we'll we'll on one hand poo poo the concept of pro gaming, and now we'll also poo poo the concept of competitive Guitar Hero. No, 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 yeah, no yeah. because no, I guess the reason I bring it up is because the difference between those things is that. Is that unlike those other games and unlike other competitive like guitar, sports, you can just, you there can, is a fixed hundred yeah. percent like you yeah. can solve this. In yeah, there is. Hero. There is I mean, no way no, to like show off your like extreme finesse and technique for how you master right. a song. And that's there's true. no way to like ever be able to improve beyond that theoretical. Yeah, perfect. that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I guess I just see that as a less interesting competitive. It's more it's less like, interesting, but I think it's still who's valid. Who's practiced I mean, I this think one I, song better? You know, that's not like it's. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's the video game equivalent of karaoke. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
and I love that. St- I mean, I love those games. I think they're great. I have, n- I mean, I don't in any way think they're not real games or anything like that. Cause I know some people are, do have that opinion, but I, I just mean as a competitive thing, it seems a little less interesting to me. It's less interesting, but I think it's still something that exists. It pro- probably still exists. Yeah. I mean, there are best players in the probably. world. They said, <laughs> prove <laughs> it. <laughs> well, there's high scores, but that's to me different than competitive. You know what I mean? Like there's the, fun, what? did you like, see the wizard? That's all about fucking high scores. <laughs> but I mean, like all the King of Kong stuff, like that's awesome. I mean, that, that was a sweet documentary and it's, and like it was really fascinating. But I would, to me, that's different from competitive gaming. That's like, to me, a high score, like it's beating not, a high score you, is different you, than. You couldn't construe it as a sport, but I think it's still a valid competition. All right. Because I think that still that person still has to perform to a level that it's not like oh I just you know I practiced this for fifteen hours and I'm gonna do it great the next well, day. I mean like <laughs> they I mean those guys who are like right up there at the top are pretty ridiculous and they don't always no no I'm play sure I'm just saying best. I yeah. know what you're saying though. I'm just it's saying not there's spontaneous less it's actual not like, direct. I guess I guess I'm talking about simultaneous talking competition about head head stuff. versus right. I guess that's mainly what so I'm like talking about. So like golf is not a sport. An archery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine, I'm. I'm Good full old shit. golf argument. Yeah, golf's interesting because yeah. golf, I guess, there is actually also a perfect yeah. theoretical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the same the same thing with archery or shooting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so maybe I'm full of shit. It still seems different to me in some way. It's no, different. It's, it's for sure yeah. different, but yeah. I think it's still. I think they're the yeah. same thing. The, uh, you know, the Nintendo. Right. We, should, Nintendo we, should, dogs we should move circuit. on to another question. Um, <laughs> Cheeto Hands, who I recognize as recently signing up for the forums, writes Chris, Nick, and Jake. Uh, what's up, guys? I love your show. It's the best gaming podcast on the Google. I started listening to Idle Thumbs 8 for old time's sake and realized you guys predicted Project Natal during the show. Awesome. Are you aware of this? No. I'm not. We're joined today by a special guest, uh, Tim Langdell, who is here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so he continues. Did he, like, quote us or anything? I mean, what? what? Well, he, he, he continues. He says, I'm guessing you don't go back and listen to your old shows. Nope. That's what the fans are for. It occurred at approximately three seconds after the 30-minute mark. <laughs> 3003. Is there something magical or wizardly about that number? Are you in reality a trio of future seeing seers? If so, please tell me if Nintendo will ever ditch their friend code system. <laughs> you guys make my week. Keep up the great work. Your fan Cheeto hands. All right, so let's dig out that, that uh, clip and see what we said because we have no idea what it we was. We might just be set up and we're going to hear this clip that's just like, the wizard! Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, <what>? yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess, thanks, Cheeto hands. <laughs> no, yeah. Let's listen. <laughs> Wizard. There was no Tony Hawk this year, but it's back. It's and back. They, you thought and no it might controller. Have been <laughs> the, yeah, and the one quote about Tony Hawk, yeah. the only detail about any of these games was, "You won't be playing this game with a controller in your hand." Oh, <laughs> you'll be playing it with Jake. Just had a great pained face there. Yeah. For those yeah. <laughs> Tony Hawk was really fun when you could play it with a controller. <laughs> so we're changing that and making it so you have to use the Wii balance board or or the Xbox or, Live Vision camera. Right, exactly. <laughs> it, like you're in the movies, but like right, it's like fucking... air skateboarding. You, it, it detects that you thought that you you know might have been doing a, a sweet ollie. <laughs> Nick is flailing Nick around. Looked like a barrel of monkeys monkey <laughs> trying to imitate doing sweet skateboarding moves. <laughs> Oh, man. He's still doing it. He's, he's, he's not <laughs> stopping. Yeah, real skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, man. Yeah. I, I can't even. I can't. Well, there was dropped the, at the massive. There were a, 
Okay, so there it was. Wow, that's amazing. Actually, We're, speaking of friend codes and Project Natal, should we yeah. talk about pedophile detection, or should we just leave that for... Go uh, ahead. Oh, that's all that it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, oh, no we it was, saying it was, the vitality sensor. If you, yeah, if, you, like, oh, if, you, right. if, if you're yeah. wanting the vitality sensor and right. Milo shows up and it detects your heart rate quickens, then <laughs> yeah. uh, the new Microsoft system will switch over to a friend codes mode right. to, uh, to prevent you from friending to children. To the pedophiles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so get ready for that. That's yeah. the actual future of games. We're predicting that now on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so mark down this timestamp here, because it's coming up. Uh, oh no, another name that I cannot pronounce. I'm so sorry. Uh, Gizli, uh, Gizla, Gizla, Sater. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I feel like an asshole when I don't know how to pronounce people. You names. are an asshole. I know. Uh, idle thumbs. Thanks for a great podcast. I read your site back in the day. Cool, but won't anymore. <laughs> when you sometimes publish great stuff. Uh, been listening to the podcast over the last months, and it's also sometimes great. <laughs> I like the point you made about Doom being the first PC game we all talked about playing. It was the same in my area. Everyone played it. Never thought about it that way. My question. Your podcast is running too long. Seems like it's getting longer each time. I've got things to do. Come on. Are you aiming for a set episode length? An hour maybe? Or are you going to talk forever? Keep <laughs> thinking to work. Best wishes and wizard from Norway. Uh, so, yeah, we have been getting a bit long. We'll yeah, try to we're, on that. We, we want to be an hour, but sometimes we just can't stop talking about games. Yeah, we yeah. fucking love video games. Um... But we're lukewarm on Norwegians, apparently, after that. W- <laughs> WEW writes... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Extreme Stronghold Castration Dungeon for Babies kind of exists. Well, sort of. When you mentioned Can't Beat It in 20 Minutes, it just made me think of the weird free- freeware S&M-inspired platformer Mighty Jilloff, which actually has a hidden second co- hidden second course for players who clear it in 10, 12 minutes or less. It's similar to the old NES game Mighty Bomb Jack, except with less explosions and more dodging of angry spiders and pillars of flame and lesbians. Just a random shout-out for a strange game. Love the show. Hope whichever poor bastard reads this enjoys the game. Thanks for the th- free entertainment, guys. WW. Um, yeah, Mighty Jolof. I, I've known about that for ages, and I, yeah, same. For some I've reason, I always, it. yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I should, I should download it. Um, sorry about that, but yeah, good recommendation to get out there for people. There's that. Um, what else do we have in here? I did, I did play Bomb Jack actually on the, I think Virtual Console. I played it. Um, all right, Ryan Arnold writes California Extreme. Um, you Sweet. guys, <laughs> you guys talking about clacks and major havoc like they're rest, relics from a different past. Uh, I'm 32 and you guys are making me feel old. When I was a kid, there was a major havoc at the Albertsons. Man, I thought the game was awesome. I wish I'd gone up north to check it out, Ryan. This guy, this guy writes in fairly frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I actually just basically had very little contact with arcades. Yeah, I here. missed out on kind of that whole side of things. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's never somewhere my parents would have taken Yeah, just me. sort of... I don't think there was an And they didn't have it at the Albertsons. 20 or 30 mile radius of my house. Really? I mean... There, there was there was one that I exist. went to reasonably frequently, but it was it was sort of a generation past a lot of the games at California Extreme. Yeah. And that was only because that was when I found out that it existed. Um, but yeah, I think for all of us, just sort of by chance, us playing video games and the sort of rise and fall of arcades never intersected not like temporally but just yeah. the, we just didn't go to arcades yeah. i actually liked i mean like there were a few times in my life when i went to an arcade right. like, and it's always, oh, i'm like, at a oh, hotel awesome. in vegas right. whoa an arcade yeah, yeah. yeah or, like I, I was on a cruise ship once and i don't think i left the arcade on this on the cruise ship which it was just like an awful arcade it was just a couple of machines but i was always sort of like it was that weird kind of mythical place where there were yeah, a lot right. of games in right, one right, place. Right. Yeah, yeah, and it was yeah. like, oh, people are playing games in public. I, I also yeah. oh! had the feeling that maybe we just had the sort of parents that were not into my, us yeah, going to arcades and spending, and spending their that money was in them. how my parents were, yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- th- I played maybe. more arcade games yeah. at the doctor's office than anywhere else because they had one of those 
um, table style cabinets that had both Galaga and Pac-Man. Right. If you guys have ever seen those, like yeah, the table yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I, I played the shit out of those at the doctor's office. I loved going to the doctor's office for just, you know, not if I was genuinely sick, but for stupid checkups and stuff. It was great because I got to play uh, Galaga. Yeah. I loved that game. Yeah. C&W um, in my town had a super Pac-Man tabletop, which is yeah. kind of hilarious. And then the movie theater near me had that. There wasn't an arcade yeah. anywhere near where I lived. There yeah. was a there were machines about 20 miles away or more. There was a Wonderland, which was like you go in there and you pay a couple dollars and then all the machines are only a nickel. And my friends all went the- to that all the time, but I I could only I actually didn't really go to that until we were all sixteen and could drive there ourselves. So I never as a kid, my parents would never have taken me somewhere like that. Um yeah, so I don't know, I just kinda of missed out on that. Yeah. Um But and that actually was an interesting aspect of California Extreme for me, is that I you know, I didn't see that stuff the first time around. Yeah. Um, Dogby writes, this is a weird one, but what exo genre qualities do you find appealing in some genres or even just in some games? For example, I really like Starcraft because it's very much like a great fighting game. Very balanced games are fast and it's very competitive. See, the only competitive games are fighting games, guys. Uh, He continues, or another example, you could very easily say during a great deathmatch, FPS like Quake 3 is good because of its strategy game qualities. Resource management, dominating health, armor, weapons, and ammo, and the build orders, your path around the map, how you start on each respawn. I like that a strategy game is good because it's like a fighting game, and then a first-person <laughs> shooter is good because it's like a strategy game. Yeah. It's, it's pretty extreme. It's meta. Yeah. But then Street Fighter is good because of the sort of weapons management and sort of, uh, you know, <laughs> This is probably RPG really weird. Stuff. It's good because it's like the Guitar Hero. Um, this is probably really weird, and it's something <laughs> like that just dialogue. came to me lately. The StarCraft one was something someone brought up to me about a year ago, and it's what, it's what got me to try fighting games, Street Fighter 2 HD Remix being my first real fighter ever. Now I love fighting games, and I see all the parallels from that example. P.S. I made up the term exogenre. Do you like it? Check one. Yes, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, yeah. I. Do you guys have any examples off the top of your head? I've I've definitely had that feeling before. I'm trying to think of – I should have thought about this ahead of time. Yeah. Um. But I do know what he means. Burnout Revenge is almost uh, more like an action game than a than a racer in a lot of ways. Ah. I mean, the the racing is incredibly forgiving. I mean, a lot more of it is just about being really aggressive to right, right. the guys near you and dodging them and and trying to just shunt them out. I mean, it's 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 got a lot of the the fundamental properties properties of a racing game, the speed and the handling that make it really fun. But it's so such little emphasis is placed on actual intricate driving that yeah that a lot of the the appeal comes from other areas and that works really well um like how dr mario isn't a medical simulator <laughs> right exactly <laughs> what dr mario is actually more like tetris it's funny how they sneak that in there while yeah. making it seem like it's all about uh filling prescriptions very clever yeah um a lot of games like that though i mean yeah well, just on your shelf, World in Conflict is is right, is, right. is sort of like that. Where yeah. it's, it's more it's far more actiony than a yeah typical uh, RTS. But, yeah, right. It's actually like Battlefield is what it is what it feels like. I mean, you have oh, yeah? spawn rates and and things like that. So yeah, I mean, there's a sort of a cross pollination there. Cool. Um, um, and some puzzling. And some puzzling, yeah. Um, puzzling. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Eric Jornos, and there's accents in this, so I'm probably still getting it wrong, writes, Hey, Eric the Swede here. Um, thought you might want to take a look at this game, and then he links to the trailer for the uh, Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet game. Have you guys seen the oh, trailer yeah, for that? Trailer. Yeah. Shadow Planet. Yeah. Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. Yeah. Nah. It's a 2D platformer thing. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, a flying spaceshipy type thing that does all sorts of things to stuff. Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> 
It, How does it, that it, pitch almost, it almost reminds yeah. me of Blueberry Garden maybe, with like a little less whimsical and, a, you know. Yeah, it seems like there, there's been this, this sort of uh, – it was at the, uh, at the IGF last year that there were two games that took place entirely in silhouette with color in the background. Right, yeah. Was yeah, this yeah. one of them or is this a – No, no, I don't think so. This is a third one in the collection of, yeah. in, of indie platformers that take place entirely with silhouette art. Yeah. I can't um, remember the names of any of them. I just remember they'd come up back to back in the awards a couple times. Right, like, right. Hey, there it is. you're doing different things with the same aesthetic or maybe the same thing. I can't tell. Yeah. Probably different things. Yeah. Those indie games. Uh, this guy also had a pretty good subject line. It is, hello, a reckless disregard for email subjects. <laughs> so our readers love this joke. Um, and so do we. Peter Moran, I don't know what to make of this email. Um, it confuses me. Uh, he writes, Mr. Thumb, Model Thumbs Incorporated, secret location on the internet. Dear Mr. Thumb or Thumbs, this is a long email. I don't know if I can read the whole thing, but he writes, I've sent you this most urgent email to let you know of a world exclusive. What is this hopefully captivating and awe-inspiring reveal that will most likely make your appendages fall off, including your passive thumbs? Uh, well, it of course, the never revealed on the internet, Kellogg's Guitar Hero Fruit Rolls. Yes, now all you crazy mad Guitar Hero fans can snack down upon the glorious red strip of artificially processed fruit roll. That is the strawberry whammy Guitar Hero Fruit Roll. <laughs> Um, he goes on for a while, has some IGN quotes. Um, he says, to further solidify my point, I will show you one of the only pictures of said Guitar Hero fruit rolls, of which are included in the attached file. As a final word, you may lift the bargo anytime after the release of Idle Thumbs episode 35. So here, here we go. I guess we'll include this picture on the Idle Thumbs downloadable content thread on the forums. He has what looks to be a quite real picture of... Guitar Hero Fruit Rolls, strawberry whammy flavor. <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. I so don't... these either already exist, or this is weird, or this has been sent to every other podcast. So <laughs> right. get ready on the Bombcast to hear them talking about this, or to hear them not talking about it because this is the Zodiac knew... Killer. This <laughs> yeah. is a fucking fruit roll of Guitar Hero marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is super hilarious. Yeah, um, but this guy's guy. written into us before, actually, um, with regular emails. Planting the seeds. So, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. The ultimate this, the Guitar Hero fruit roll bomb yeah. <laughs> dropped. So, so I'll put the email up, too, I guess, because I skipped some of it because it's long. Um, so, there's that. I think that's all we got. That's the show. <sighs> Oh, Jake, are you <laughs> sad to be done or happy? Uh, no, just, you're just grumbling. Uh, you're just an old man. Games. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Jake and I will be at Comic-Con next week or this week. Um, this week? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. 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 Tomorrow. Yeah. In the future. Some of us might already be there. Yep. I'm, I'm there right now. Weird. So, we'll have some stuff to talk to you. There's actually been a lot of publishers coming to Comic-Con this year, so... Including Telltale Games. Yeah. All right, guys. And Idle Thumbs Games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Disconnecting the Wii Motion Plus accessory. First, slide the lock switch down. While pressing the buttons on both sides, pull the accessory straight out of the Wii remote controller and slide the jacket down and away. Pull the wrist strap through the hole and then remove the controller from the jacket. Your Wii Motion Plus accessory is now disconnected. Be sure to place your Wii Remote back into its original jacket. Connecting a Nunchuck controller to the Wii Motion Plus accessory. You'll need your Nunchuck controller and a Wii Remote connected to Wii Motion Plus. Use your fingers to grip both sides of the cover and remove it. Now insert the nunchuck connector plug.
Turn the controller over and be sure to pass the cord under the hook. Next, insert the tab to secure the cover in place. Now you're ready to use your controller. If your Wii Motion Plus accessory isn't accurately following your motions, follow these simple steps. Place the Wii Remote with Wii Motion Plus face down on a table or other stable surface. Keep it still and wait for a few seconds. Wii Motion Plus will calibrate automatically. If you're still having problems, please refer to the Wii Motion Plus Operations Manual or the Wii Operations Manual. That would be amazing if we were Brian Crescente'd by this. I, know. I actually have... By I, Brian I could Crescente. have. <laughs> <laughs> I picked this fucking no-name podcast. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny to feed them some Guitar Hero rolls. I have exclusive food news, too, actually. I could... Uh... <laughs> All right, well, don't spoil it now. Don't spoil that food. Try, 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 try. Yeah, 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 yeah.